The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's a Monday and another celebration of the Blessed Virgin. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, August 22nd, 2022. Monday of the 21st week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of the Queenship of the Virgin Mary. Pope Pius XII established this feast in 1954, but Mary's Queenship has roots in Scripture. At the Annunciation, Gabriel announced that Mary's son would receive the throne of David and rule forever. At the visitation, Elizabeth calls Mary, Mother of my Lord. As in all the mysteries of Mary's life, she's closely associated with Jesus. Her queenship is a share in Jesus' kingship. The feast is a logical follow-up to the Assumption, and it's celebrated on the octave day of that feast. Blessed Virgin Mary, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. my God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. We join Pope Francis in praying for small and medium-sized businesses in the midst of economic and social crisis. May they find ways to continue operating and serving their communities. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My mother immaculate, St. Joseph, my father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. My mother immaculate, my mother immaculate, how those words bring joy to our lips this day on this magnificent feast of Our Lady, Mother and Queen. She is there for us this day, Um, not more than not more than usual, let's say, but she is there for us at the forefront of our mind. And we need these feast days of Our Lady to remind us that she is there with us, that Jesus, your mother, is there to intercede for us and to to be there for us as a mother truly is. Though whenever we celebrate these feasts, it might sort of uh, raise up our hearts in a particular way. We had the great feast of the Assumption last week. We were on their feast of Our Lady this week. It kind of brings us back with Our Lady at the forefront of of our mind. But she is always there with us. And for this, Jesus, we give you great thanks. She is truly mother and queen. And this certainly brings my heart a great joy to know that she has the love of a mother for me. But she's also like a queen that she presides over everything in heaven and that she is able to to govern things that certainly I struggle at times to understand in in my own life, Uh, the pains and the sorrows of this world that that she presides over all of that leading towards 
uh, its final end, that she is there to bring all things to, to you, Jesus, and to bring us peace, Our Lady Queen of Peace. Uh, we could think of all the titles that we would that we could give Our Lady today with great joy, but particularly today, we venerate your mother under these titles of Mother and Queen. And when I think of Our Lady presiding of Mother and Queen, my thoughts go very quickly to a statue of Our Lady in, in the house where I live. It's a very simple statue, it's in the chapel. And it's just an image, like many others, of Our Lady holding you, Jesus, as a little baby. And she has one of her hands raised up, sort of holding her hand like in blessing, uh, with a pair of rosary beads wrapped around her hand. And the other arm holds you, Jesus, very closely to her. And what I love about this statue, not only for its simplicity, is that whenever we might come together after prayers or mass or whatever it is, and we, we sing a hymn to Our Lady, what always reminds me is that she, she's sort of presiding over that, that um, Our Lady is, is receiving our, our prayers, but she's sort of completely oblivious to, to the honor, that she's not seeking anything for herself. And the fact that her eyes are always kind of cast down in, in statues or in art, um, it, it helps us very quickly to see that she's not taking anything for herself and that all of the attention that we might give to her is, is being properly directed through her own heart to you, Jesus, that she brings us closer to you. And we think of the scenes in the gospel where Our Lady is sort of front and centre and one that comes very readily again to my mind is that of the visitation whenever Our Lady comes to the house of Elizabeth and Zechariah and Elizabeth rejoices, you know, she rejoices principally, I think, for two reasons. First of all, the fact that your mother came to see her and that Elizabeth, who was in need at that time because she was pregnant, because she was a little bit older. And here comes Our Lady, who I just know was was a great help to her. and. um just I'm sure the sight of her just gave her such relief. But she rejoices truly because she brings you, Jesus, into that house as a, as a baby in her womb. That Elizabeth rejoices because, Mary, you bring us the Saviour. And that's also why we're rejoicing today under these invocations of Mother and Queen. That, first of all, you come to our aid, you come to help us, but also because you bring us closer to our Saviour. And the church has understood this really from from its earliest days in the sense that the disciples gathered around Mary on the feast of uh, on the on the very first feast of Pentecost that the church instinctively knew the disciples knew that they had to come to your mother for protection and for guidance and at a very pivotal moment in the the life of the early church you your mother really was there for for guidance and, and for support there was a time in the fifth century when there was a lot of confusion uh, being sown amongst uh, the, the church about who you are, Jesus, as, uh, as, as a man and, and who you are as God. And there were heretics who were denying that you were fully God and fully human. And so the church had to thrash these, these questions out because they had huge implications, obviously, for, for how we pray and for how we, uh, we understand who you are. To deny your divinity is to deny fundamentally the fact that that you are the saviour who died upon the cross to take away our sins 
And to deny that you are fully human is to say that you're some sort of ghost that, you know, we don't have to really try that hard because we can say, you know, it's not really that possible to live out all of these things that, that are in the gospel because not even Jesus was human. No, you are fully human and fully man. And it was so important that the church very clearly defined that. And one of the ways that the church was able to do that was to declare your mother to be Theotokos, the God bearer that Mary brings from her own womb fully man and fully God in the person of, of Jesus Christ. And that to say that, uh, that she is only the mother of, 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 of God without understanding the humanity of Jesus is to deny a fundamental truth of who you are and vice versa, to deny the, the, the divinity is, would be catastrophic. So no, this title of, 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 of God bearer saved the, the many people in the church from, from falling into error. And we see what a wonderful way that you protect us, Mother, through this simple title, God Bearer, that whenever we can think of Christmas or we think of, um, you know, any little image of, of the nativity scene, that here we have the, the channel through which uh, our Heavenly Father brings Jesus into the world through you, through your womb. And that you're there to, to protect and to safeguard the church. And so it's right that we should call you mother and queen. Now, when I think of, of you as my mother, I think of how you're protecting me in the same way that my, my mother loves me unconditionally, I hope, I think. I know that you do anyway. And I know that your, your, your love and your protection for me is, is always available, that there's nothing we can do to, to make you turn away from us because your son Jesus gives you that mission from the cross to be our mother. And so there's nothing that can take us away from being your children. And that gives me certainly a supreme confidence to know that you're always there for me as a mother, not as some distant person, not as a kind of a, yeah, an intercessor, like somebody working in a bank that you go into and kind of get something that you need. No, she's there as a mother for us. And that should be rightfully celebrated today. And the way she stays with Jesus right to the very end uh, on your journey to Calvary, Lord, that certainly inspires me to know that she's not going to back away anytime soon. That's a real concrete reason for hope, knowing that when your mother really suffered with you, that she will suffer with us as well whenever we find those same agonies. And as queen, well, you know, we, we have to crown her in the same way that, that we pray every time in the rosary in the, in the fifth joyful decade that, that she is crowned as queen of heaven and earth, that whilst you have crowned her in heaven, we also have to crown her. In my parish on the Feast of the Assumption, we crowned Our Lady with a little crown of, of flowers, very simple. But I, I felt very powerfully at the time of doing it that it's not just uh, that we're crowning our mother with a crown of thorns, we also have to crown her with our hearts. That that's a far more important crime. That we give everything to, to your mother that we can, Jesus, because she's there for us, she loves us, and it's a way of honoring you too. She helps us and she safeguards us, just as she safeguarded the church back in, in the fifth century at the Council of Ephesus, to come to the right conclusion, to truly understand something of you. Your mother is there for us with a love that we just cannot fully grasp at times. And she's there for us as a queen, as one who is, who is guarding, who is ruling, who is protecting. We go with great confidence today to her intercession, knowing that she brings us ever closer to you, Jesus. We honor your mother 
and our Queen. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour. This is Daybreak. On the memorial of the Queenship of the Blessed Virgin Mary, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's begin this day of prayer as we join with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ who crowned his mother as Queen of Heaven and Earth. Come, let us worship Christ who crowned his mother as Queen of Heaven and Earth. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ who crowned his mother as Queen of Heaven and Earth. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ who crowned his mother as Queen of Heaven and Earth. Come then, let us bow down and worship Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God and we are His people. The flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ who crowned His mother as Queen of Heaven and Earth. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ who crowned his mother as Queen of Heaven and Earth. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ who crowned his mother as Queen of Heaven and Earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. 
as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ who crowned his mother as queen of heaven and earth.
me your mercy, Lord, and keep me safe. Show Show me your mercy, Lord, and keep me safe. Lord, do not reprove me in your anger. Punish me not in your rage. Have mercy on me, Lord. I have no strength. Lord, heal me. My body is racked. My soul is racked with pain. But you, O Lord, how long? Return, Lord, rescue my soul. Save me in your merciful love. For in death no one remembers you. From the grave, who can give you praise? I am exhausted with my groaning. Every night I drench my pillow with tears. I bedew my bed with weeping. My eye wastes away with grief. I have grown old, surrounded by my foes. Leave me, all of you who do evil. For the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will accept my prayer. All my foes will retire in confusion, foiled, and suddenly confounded. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, you love mercy and tenderness. You give life and overcome death. Look upon the many wounds of your church. Restore it to health by your risen Son, so that it may sing a new song in your praise. Show Show me your your mercy, Lord, Lord, and keep me safe. The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. The The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will recount all your wonders. I will rejoice in you and be glad, and sing psalms to your name, O Most High. See how my enemies turn back, how they stumble and perish before you. You upheld the justice of my cause. You sat enthroned, judging with justice. You have checked the nations, destroyed the wicked, and have wiped out their name forever and ever. The foe is destroyed, eternally ruined. You uprooted their cities, their memory has perished. But the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has set up his throne for judgment. He will judge the world with justice. He will judge the peoples with his truth. For the oppressed, let the Lord be a stronghold, a stronghold in times of distress. Those who know your name will trust you. You will never forsake those who seek you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. Amen. The The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. I will be the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. I will be the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. Sing psalms to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Proclaim his mighty works among the peoples. 
For the avenger of blood has remembered them, has not forgotten the cry of the poor. Have pity on me, Lord, see my sufferings, you who save me from the gates of death, that I may recount all your praise at the gates of the city of Zion, and rejoice in your saving help. The nations have fallen in the pit which they made, their feet caught in the snare they laid. The Lord has revealed himself and given judgment. The wicked are snared in the work of their own hands. Let the wicked go down among the dead, all the nations forgetful of God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, nor the hopes of the poor be in vain. Arise, Lord, let men not prevail, let the nations be judged before you. Lord, strike them with terror. Let the nations know they are but men. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, when you judge, do not be deaf to the shouts of the poor. Bring havoc to the madness of oppressors. Look at our wounds and save us from the gates of death, so that we may always rejoice in your help and speak your praise in the gates of Zion. I will be the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and cherish it in their hearts. From the book of the prophet Zephaniah. Wait for me, says the Lord, against the day when I arise as accuser, for it is my decision to gather together the nations, to assemble the kingdoms, in order to pour out upon them my wrath, all my blazing anger. For in the fire of my jealousy shall all the earth be consumed. For then I will change and purify the lips of the peoples, that they all may call upon the name of the Lord, to serve him with one accord, from beyond the rivers of Ethiopia and as far as the recesses of the north, they shall bring me offerings. On that day, you need not be ashamed of all your deeds, your rebellious actions against me. For then will I remove from your midst the proud braggarts, and you shall no longer exalt yourself on my holy mountain. But I will leave as a remnant in your midst a people humble and lowly, who shall take refuge in the name of the Lord, the remnant of Israel. They shall do no wrong and speak no lies, nor shall there be found in their mouths a deceitful tongue. They shall pasture and couch their flocks with none to disturb them. Shout for joy, O daughter Zion. Sing joyfully, O Israel. Be glad and exult with all your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has removed the judgment against you. He has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You have no further misfortune to fear. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, O Zion, be not discouraged. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty Savior. He will rejoice over you with gladness and renew you in His love. He will sing joyfully because of you, as one sings at festivals. 
I will remove disaster from among you, so that none may recount your disgrace. Yes, at that time I will deal with all who oppress you. I will save the lame and assemble the outcasts. I will give them praise and renown in all the earth when I bring about their restoration. At that time I will bring you home, and at that time I will gather you, for I will give you renown and praise among all the peoples of the earth when I bring about your restoration before your very eyes, says the Lord. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. In your midst I shall leave a poor and lowly people, and And the the remnant remnant in Israel Israel will take take refuge in the name of the Lord. I shall purify the lips of the peoples so that all of them may call on the name of the Lord. And the remnant in Israel will take refuge in the name of the Lord. From a homily by St. Amadeus of Lausanne, Bishop Observe how fitting it was that even before her assumption, the name of Mary shone forth wondrously throughout the world. Her fame spread everywhere, even before she was raised above the heavens in her magnificence. Because of the honor due her son, it was indeed fitting for the Virgin Mother to have first ruled upon earth and then be raised up to heaven in glory. It was fitting that her fame be spread in this world below, so that she might enter the heights of heaven in overwhelming blessedness. Just as she was born from virtue to virtue by the Spirit of the Lord, she was transported from earthly renown to heavenly brightness. So it was that she began to taste the fruits of her future reign while still in the flesh. At one moment she withdrew to God in ecstasy. At the next she would bend down to her neighbors with indescribable love. In heaven angels served her, while here on earth she was venerated by the service of men. Gabriel and the angels waited upon her in heaven. The Virgin John, rejoicing that the Virgin Mother was entrusted to him at the cross, cared for her with the other apostles here below. The angels rejoiced to see their queen, the apostles rejoiced to see their lady, and both obeyed her with loving devotion. Dwelling in the loftiest citadel of virtue, like a sea of divine grace, or an unfathomable source of love that has everywhere overflowed its banks, She poured forth her bountiful waters on trusting and thirsting souls. Able to preserve both flesh and spirit from death, she bestowed health-giving salve on bodies and souls. Has anyone ever come away from her troubled or saddened or ignorant of the heavenly mysteries? Who has not returned to everyday life, gladdened and joyful because his request had been granted by the Mother of God? She is a bride, so gentle and affectionate, and the mother of the only true bridegroom. In her abundant goodness, she has channeled the spring of reason's garden, the well of living and life-giving waters that pour forth in a rushing stream from divine Lebanon and flow down from Mount Zion until they surround the shores of every far-flung nation. With divine assistance, she has redirected these waters and made them into streams of peace and pools of grace. Therefore, 
when the Virgin of Virgins was led forth by God and her Son, the King of Kings, amid the company of exulting angels and rejoicing archangels, with the heavens ringing with praise, the prophecy of the psalmist was fulfilled, in which he said to the Lord, At your right hand stands the Queen, clothed in gold of Ophir. A great sign appeared in the heavens, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. The queen, clothed in cloth of gold, stood at your right hand, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. Let us pray. O God, who made the mother of your son to be our mother and our queen, Graciously grant that, sustained by her intercession, we may attain in the heavenly kingdom the glory promised to your children. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 21 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. It's all coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of the Queenship of Mary. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord does not go easy on the scribes and Pharisees. From the 23rd chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you shut the kingdom of heaven against men. For you neither enter yourselves, nor allow those who would enter to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you traverse sea and land to make a single proselyte. And when he becomes a proselyte, you make him twice as much a child of hell as yourselves. Woe to you blind guides who say, if anyone swears by the temple, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the gold of the temple, he is bound by his oath. You blind fools. For which is greater, the gold or the temple that has made the gold sacred? And you say, if anyone swears by the altar, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the gift that is on the altar, he is bound by his oath. You blind men, for which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? So he who swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it. And he who swears by the temple swears by it and by him who dwells in it. And he who swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who sits upon it. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, there are some good reasons to call Mary the Queen of Heaven and Earth, And it's not just a figure of speech. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. 
We read in the Gospel of the Mass today, And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. Of his kingdom there will be no end. The sovereign royalty of Mary is intimately connected to her sons. Jesus Christ is king, since total, proper, and absolute power belong to him as much in the natural order as in the supernatural. The royalty of Mary is entire as well. It stems from her son. The terms queen and lady with reference to the virgin are not metaphors. By means of them we designate a true preeminence and an authentic dignity and power in heaven and on earth. As mother of the king, Mary is truly and properly queen. She is the apex of creation and effectively the first entirely human person of the universe. Almighty God placed her far above all the angels and all the saints and so filled her with every heavenly grace taken from his own divine treasury that she was always free from all stain of sin, all beautiful and perfect, possessing such a fullness of innocence and holiness to be found nowhere outside of God and which no one but God can comprehend. Mary's entitlements to queenship are her union with Christ as his mother, just as the angel Gabriel had announced, and her association with the redemptive work of her son in the world. By the first title, Mary is queen mother of a king who is God, and is thus raised above all other human creatures. Through the second, Mary is queen as dispenser of the treasures and goods of the kingdom of God through her co-redemption. When he instituted this feast day, Pius XII invited all Christians to draw near to the throne of grace and mercy of our Queen and Mother to ask her for help in adversity, light in obscurity, and relief in suffering. He encouraged everyone to ask grace from the Holy Spirit, to make an effort to hate sin, to be free of its slavery, so as to be able to render the Queen, who is so great a mother, constant obedience, fragrant with filial devotion. Let us therefore draw near with confidence to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace in time of need. This, her royal throne, is a symbol of the authority of Christ. He wanted his mother to be the throne of grace where we could easily encounter compassion, since he gave her to us as our advocate of grace and the queen of all creation. Today we contemplate the great celebration in heaven as the Blessed Trinity greets Our Lady to take her to heaven for all eternity. It is indeed just that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit should crown the Blessed Virgin, Our Lady, as Queen and Mistress of all creation. You have to make use of her power. With the daring of a child, join in this celebration in heaven. For myself, since I have no precious stones or virtues to offer, I crown the mother of God and my mother with my failings once they have been purified. She expects something from you too. She is waiting and wants us to be united to the joy of the angels and saints. We have a right to participate in such a big celebration since she is our mother. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 12 minutes before the hour on daybreak, 
Let's continue praying. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I lift up my heart to you, O Lord, and you will hear my morning prayer. I lift, I lift up my heart to you, O Lord, and you will hear my morning prayer. To my words, give ear, O Lord. Give heed to my groaning. Attend to the sound of my cries, my King and my God. It is you whom I invoke, O Lord. In the morning you hear me. In the morning I offer you my prayer, watching and waiting. You are no God who loves evil. No sinner is your guest. The boastful shall not stand their ground before your face. You hate all who do evil. You destroy all who lie. The deceitful and bloodthirsty man the Lord detests. But I, through the greatness of your love, have access to your house. I bow down before your holy temple, filled with awe. Lead me, Lord, in your justice. Because of those who lie in wake, make clear your way before me. No truth can be found in their mouths. Their heart is all mischief, their throat a wide open grave, all honey their speech. All those you protect shall be glad and ring out their joy. You shelter them, in you they rejoice, those who love your name. It is you who bless the just man, Lord. You surround him with favor, as with a shield. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, all justice and all goodness comes from you. You hate evil and abhor lies. Lead us your servants, in the path of your justice, so that all who hope in you may rejoice with the Church and in Christ. I I lift lift up my heart to you, O Lord, and you will hear my morning prayer. We praise your glorious name, O Lord, our God. We praise your glorious name, O Lord, our God. Blessed may you be, O Lord, God of Israel, our Father, from eternity to eternity. Yours, O Lord, are grandeur and power, majesty, splendor, and glory. For all in heaven and on earth is yours. Yours, O Lord, is the sovereignty. You are exalted as head over all. Riches and honor are from you, and you have dominion over all. In your hands are power and might. It is yours to give grandeur and strength to all. Therefore, our God, we give you thanks, and we praise the majesty of your name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. We praise your glorious name, O Lord, our God. Adore the Lord in his holy court. Adore Adore the the Lord in his holy court. O give the Lord, you sons of God, give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. 
Adore the Lord in His holy court. The Lord's voice resounding on the waters, the Lord on the immensity of waters, the voice of the Lord full of power, the voice of the Lord full of splendor. The Lord's voice shattering the cedars, the Lord shatters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon leap like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The Lord's voice flashes flames of fire. The Lord's voice shaking the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The Lord's voice rending the oak tree and stripping the forest bare. The God of glory thunders. In his temple they all cry, Glory! The Lord sat enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as was, it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. You live forever, Lord and King. All things of the earth justly sing your glory and honor. Strengthen your people against evil that we may rejoice in your peace and trust in your eternal promise. Adore, Adore the Lord in his holy court. A reading from Isaiah. I rejoice heartily in the Lord, and my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. The Lord has chosen her, his loved one, from the beginning. The, the Lord, Lord has chosen her, his, his loved one, from the beginning. He has taken her to live with him, his, his loved one, from, from the beginning. beginning. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The, the Lord, Lord has chosen her, his loved one, from the beginning. Mary, ever-Virgin, most honored Queen of the world, you gave birth to our Savior, Christ the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Mary, ever-Virgin, most honored Queen of the world, you gave birth to our Savior, Christ the Lord. Let us glorify our Savior, who chose the Virgin Mary for his mother. Let us ask him. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Son of Justice, the Immaculate Virgin was the white dawn, announcing your rising. Grant that we may always live in the light of your coming. May May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Eternal Word, you chose Mary as the uncorrupted ark of your dwelling place. Free us from the corruption of sin. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Savior of mankind, your mother stood at the foot of your cross. Grant through her intercession that we may rejoice to share in your passion. May your your mother intercede for us, Lord. With ultimate generosity and love, you gave Mary as a mother to your beloved disciple. Help us to live as worthy sons of so noble a mother. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and And forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who made the mother of your Son to be our mother and our Queen, graciously grant that, sustained by her intercession, we may attain in the heavenly kingdom the glory promised to your children. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.